Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is taken from Matthew chapter 27 and my read is from verse 1 to 10. This is part 1 and my teaching is entitled There is Room at the Cross for Judas Iscariot. And, and I read, When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hung himself. And the chief priests took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore, that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy, the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. So this teaching serves as a warning to the spirit of Judas. Children of God, Judas is a spirit. Don't trouble trouble unless trouble troubles you. That was a phrase I used to hear when I was a little girl growing up. I used to hear the elders say, don't trouble trouble unless trouble troubles you. So Judas, the man of God, Judas was the man of God. And he was anointed and appointed. And sometimes we for, for, forget or forgot that Judas was a man of God that was anointed by Papa God and appointed. Anointed and appointed means Judas was one of the disciples of Jesus. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was destined to win. He had an incredible purpose with unction to function. Judas was a holy man of God, child of God. Judas was competent and skillful in all that he does. And the Bible accounts that Judas was skilled in bargaining and negotiations. We see where he demonstrates his skills when he approached the enemies of Jesus to hold meetings with them and how he would and how he would um, take Jesus. And um, the Bible calls it, he seeks 
the opportune time. Opportune time, you have to be very skillful to do that because the Bible said all the disciples resembled Jesus that didn't know which is which. And so opportune times, meaning that Judas had to seek times fitting, times that were appropriate, times that were favorable, and I'm sure he must have had sleepless night trying to um, coffee out on when to tell the enemies when they should come and take Jesus. We see the tremendous skills he displays as he bargains and hackles his opponents for the deal in how much he wants for Jesus. I'm sure he must have had loads and loads of sleepless nights in contemplation on how am I going to work this one out until it finally got to him. You know what, the best way around this is, is to kiss this man because there's no way I can work it out because we're, we're all like twins. And so um, we see the tremendous skills he displays as he bargains and hackles um, for the dealer on how much he wants for Jesus. So the name Judas means praise or the praised one. That's what Judas means. However, while he was the one that praised and the praised one, we saw the Iscariot side. And the Iscariot side was the side that was on full display when the devil came into him. Iscariot means traitor. It means defector, deserter, rebel. And we saw the real rebel in this guy and um, the real turncoater and spy. In verse 27, the Bible said, as soon as Judas took the bread, this was when they were around the table. As, verse 27, as soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. That is the Iscariot side. As soon as he takes the bread, Satan entered into him. So Jesus told him, what are you, what are you about to do? Do it quickly. So Judas Iscariot is a spirit. And the spirit of Judas is everywhere. The spirit of Judas is in your home. The spirit of Judas is, is, is in our household. The spirit of Judas is in the church. The spirit of Judas is next door. The spirit of Judas is in our business. The spirit of Judas is, is, is um, in our church and place of work. And if you look in the mirror, you will be surprised, children of God, to note that the spirit of Judas is in you and is in me as well. If we're not careful, you go back and look in that mirror again sometimes, especially when you, you have children. You'll be surprised when you look you will see the spirit of Judas as well in you and I, if we're not careful. And that's the truth. I'm just being truthful. The spirit of Judas is dangerous and treacherous, destructive, ungrateful, unfaithful, and disrespectful. And it comes to rob, to kill, to steal, and destroy, 
and must be bound and placed in shackles of chain with fetters of iron and chain until the day of resurrection. Judas might be dead, but the spirit is still alive. And this is what I, I, I am, I've come to teach about. The Holy Spirit has given me this to teach that the spirit of Jude, Judas is dead, but the, the, his spirit, the spirit of Judas is not a man or not a woman, it's a spirit and, he, and it is still alive. And you have to deal with it when you see it before it takes you out. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with it before it destroys the family, before it destroys the church, before it destroys your ministry, before it destroys our purpose, our dream, our career, our endeavors prematurely as it tries to do with Jesus. Jesus was wise. Jesus allowed him to play himself out until he hung himself. Um, Jesus was wise. Um, um, children of God, Judas is a bully, and Judas did not allow the uh, and Jesus didn't allow this unemployed cherub to bully and intimidate him around. When he turned up with with his multitude to come for Jesus, Jesus asked them, "What do you want?" Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus said, "Here I am." And the Bible let us know, as soon as Jesus said, I am he, they fell over backwards. So your enemies will fall backwards when, when, when they come to seek you out before your time. Any enemy that, that, they, that the spirit of Judas is seeking to take you out, he will fall backwards before it's time. They, they, they will fall into confusion. They will fall into mix-up and muddle and chaos. They will fall in their own camp. The pit that they dig, they will fall in it. Their camp will be full of pandemonium, anarchy, lawlessness, bedlam and mayhem. And the Bible let us know how one of the disciples caught the, the, the ear of the enemy that came to seek Jesus but Jesus said, this is how we're going to treat this situation. And Jesus, the Bible let us know, Jesus retrieved the ear that was cut off and placed it back to its origin and said to the disciples, let him that live by the sword die by the sword. This is not how we're going to do it. We're going to pick this ear up and we're going to put it back in its rightful place and let him that live by the sword die by the sword. So all this was the Lord's doing because the time had not yet come for Jesus to go. And this is why Judas is in what, what Judas, the spirit of Judas is dangerous. Why? Because Judas is the one who went to seek after the devil. Judas is the one who went to hunt, hunt him down. Judas is the one who will report you to the authorities and stitch you up. Judas is the one who will take your home and your land. Judas is the one that will take your money and empty your bank account and steal from you. Judas is the one that will destroy your business, take away your home, take your birthright and, and go to seek after 
your enemies for you. Judas is the one who went against Jesus with the enemies of Jesus. Judas was the one that befriended the enemy of Jesus. The Bible said they became friends. Judas gave permission to the devil to enter him. Remember that child of God. It was Judas that gave permission to the devil to enter him. And once the devil entered him, it was all over. So in verse 27, the Bible let us know, as soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered him. Where did he take the bread? When they were all seated at the last supper. Yeah? When they were all seated, as soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. So Jesus told him, what, are you, what you are about to do, do it quickly. His greed got a hold of him. He, so he went to search the devil down. He went to search them out. And this is why Judas is dangerous and you have to be very careful if he's in your midst. The Holy Spirit sent this teaching to let you know if the spirit of Judas is in you or anyone that you know, you can be saved. You don't have to go the way Judas went. But Pastor Sandra, how can you say that? Judas repent Judas repentance was not genuine, for he went and hung himself in despair. Children of God, Judas was genuine. He felt bad about his sin. He felt remorse. Remorse means repentance, penitence, sorrow, guilt, regret. He made restitution for his sins. He returned the 30 pieces of silver. He openly confessed his sin truthfully and publicly. I have sinned by betraying innocent blood, he said. And Matthew chapter 27, he said, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to do with us? They replied. That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. And the Bible let us know the chief priest picked up the coins and said, it is against the law to put this into the treasury since it's blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Pastor Sandra, I heard all of this before, but didn't Jesus say woe unto the betrayer and it would have been better if he was not born? Yes, Jesus said it because he knew the outcome of Jesus of Judas. Jesus knew the outcome of Judas. Jesus knew that his grief, his sorrow, the remorse that he felt, the headache, anguish,
pain, torments, 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 annoyance. Jesus knew they would strung him up. They would string him up. Jesus knew that they would get the better of him and strung him up like a rope. And so Jesus knew Judas would take his repentance and the regret and sorrow back to the wrong arrange of people. So the Bible said when Judas who had betrayed him saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse. And he returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. He shouldn't have gone to them. He shouldn't have gone to them. And he shouldn't have gone to them with his repentant state. But that's what he did. And, and he went to them and he said, I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. This is their reply. What is that to do with us? They replied, that's your responsibility, mate. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. And then he went away and hung himself. Their response was the last pull to the rope for Jesus, for Judas. Last pull to the rope. And this is the spirit. This is the spirit that the Holy Spirit wants you and I to save. He wants us to save the spirit of Judas. Judas is a spirit. It's not a person. It's not a man. It's not a woman. It is a spirit. And this is the spirit that the Holy Spirit has given me to come and to teach you. He wants to save Judas. He wants to save that spirit. What is that to us? They reply. That's your responsibility. Children of God, preachers are skipping over this part of Easter. And he's given me this word to give to you. You are skipping over this part of Easter. And not realizing Judas was the integral part in the ministry of Jesus. Judas is savable. There would be no ministry. There would be no Easter in the life of Jesus. Of Nazareth without Judas Iscariot. And the Bible let us know in Luke 10 9, for the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost, including Judas and including Peter. Peter disowned Jude, Jesus. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, the Bible said, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with oath. Can you imagine with an oath? I don't know this man. After a while... Those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. 
Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Peter was sitting around the table with Jesus as well, just like Judas. Jesus made the announcement that one of you sitting here with me is going to deny me. Peter said, not me, Lord. I will die with you. Jesus said, Peter, before the rooster crows three times, you will deny me. But, but, but the difference is, how did Peter make restitution with God? The Bible said in verse 75, then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken before the rooster crows. You will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Now, in Mark chapter 16, um, the Bible said Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so they might go to anoint Jesus's body. And the Bible said, I'm going to jump down to verse 4. The Bible said, when they look up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, they said. You're looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He's not here. See the place where they lay him and go tell his disciples and Peter. And I like that. Go tell his disciples and Peter. Not so with Judas. So next week, in next week's teaching part two, I will tell you why. And just to get a gist of next week's teaching, children of God, Jesus gave the message of repentance and saving grace to Judas and Peter as well. And the blood of Jesus applies to Judas and Peter as well. It is not the will of God for Judas or Peter or anyone to perish. And I pray, thank you for this, Papa God. Give me, Pastor Sandra, the impetus and grace to unravel this burden and to make it known to children of God that the spirit of Peter and Judas are in every one of us. However, it is by your grace, unmerited, undeserved, unearned favor, why we are standing. And we thank you for that. Open the eyes of your, our understanding so we will humble ourselves to accept our weaknesses and repent from our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. And just to let you know, children of God, as I've always closed out, to pass this word to your friend, to your family, to your contacts, because this is your little part in propagating the gospel. Somebody need to hear the word of God. And he said that he that um, save it, a soul is wise. So forward it out so somebody who is lost can hear the word of God. And it will cause a change to them. 
God bless you as you be faithful and as you humble yourself and as you let the word of God, God deal with your situation. So I'm zooming out now. God bless you and see you next time.